What's up, everybody? My name is Will. Welcome back to Thoughts Account. Play my music, man. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to another episode. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for joining me. Now, today, we're going to be talking about things you need to stop doing immediately, right? Now, all these are actions that, you know, don't lead to living a better life. Either they make you less productive or they make you less happy. All these things are things that a lot of people suffer from or do habitually, and it doesn't actually help their quality of life. So uh, we're going to be talking about these things that you need to stop and, and some of the ways that you can more easily stop doing them, right? So let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it. Number one is making excuses. Now, this is one that I used to do all the time and still sometimes do, admittedly. Now, let's be real. Who likes excuses? You know, this is one of those habits that are really easy to get into and can lead you down a darker path, but it's not something that habitually successful people do. It's not something that people who end up making a lot of money or having all the things that they want in life do because they're able to get their stuff done and they don't make excuses for not doing it. They don't they don't say to themselves, oh, well, I'll just put it off or, or sorry, I'm an hour late, everybody. Uh, just going to have to deal with it. No, they're, they execute and they do it well and they don't make excuses. Now, number two, we got negotiating with ourselves. And this kind of falls in line with the making excuses one. Um, but this is one that I've kind of, that's kind of been brought into my attention more recently is that in a way I was using negotiating with myself to make excuses. Now what, what negotiating yourself look Now what negotiating with self looks like is it looks like say you have a test tomorrow morning, right? And you're like, okay, I should be studying. I need to fill in the gaps in my knowledge to get to where I want to be. But you say to yourself, uh, I'm going to I'm just going to put off studying a little bit longer, you know, I want to play video games or I want to do something fun or you just straight up don't feel like doing it. Now, these kind of actions can be compounding, especially in this situation, because then you end up staying up later. You negotiate about when you should actually go to bed and, you know, you push it off till, you know, the studying off till tomorrow morning, right? Now you're, you're in trouble because you're having to cram before this test and you're running out of time. And this is how quickly negotiating yourself can put you into trouble and put you into bad situations. And I found that my biggest thing was putting things off, but you can also make it, you can also negotiate yourself in a lot of different areas. I say, you know, you should be going to the gym, right? Say you should be working out and you've been working out really well. And then you are like, well, I'm going to have that extra dessert because I was good this week. I went to the gym. I worked hard, blah, 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 blah. Even though you know that that's not within your diet for your, you know, fitness plan or whatever, but you can do this with saving money. You can do this with a bunch of other things, right? But next up is playing the victim card. Now, this one is a tough one because if you're naturally this way, it's a very hard habit to break. And when you come to the realization that there's really no benefit to playing the victim card and that it just ends up kind of falling into the same category of making excuses, you realize that playing this victim card is not overall beneficial for your life. And the realization that you yourself are in control of your life and no one else is going to come save you is a tough one to come to, but it's a necessary one nonetheless. Sometimes it's difficult to, you know, really believe that you're the one that has to pull yourself out of whatever situation that you're in, whether it be, you know, a tough time at your job or, you know, like going to the gym that nobody else is going to do that for you. But in life in general, 
there will be people to help you, yes, but no one is going to care for you like you can and should. Because as you probably well know, life can be difficult. Life can throw a lot at you. And a lot of times people have their hands full with their own lives. But remember, you're in control of your life. No one's going to save you. You have to save you. And that can be difficult. But moving on, next one we got, be less reactive and more proactive. Now this can help you in relationships specifically, but but again, these have wide application to different parts of your life. Now with this one, I heard of a technique that I enjoyed and actually I've started implementing my own life and it's the 131 method. And what the 131 method is, it's identifying one specific problem, right? Because obviously identifying the problem can be the biggest step in solving that problem, but identify one problem because you can have a, multiple problems as well. Identify that one problem, think of three solutions to that problem, then pick the one that best solves that problem. And what this does is it stops you from one, being reactive and just jumping to the first conclusion, right? Say your girl makes you angry or your guy makes you angry. Instead of jumping down their throat immediately, reactive, identify, okay, why, why, what did they do that upset me? What are three paths that I could go? And what's the one that is actually going to help the situation? It puts a little time between your decision-making process and your action and will allow you to better solve problems, but also keep moving forward. Now, next up, we got being scared of failure. And I keep saying this, but this one is also a tough one. The, being scared of failure may not even man manifest itself in actual genuine fear, right? It may just, it may manifest itself in hesitancy. It may manifest itself in nervousness. It may manifest itself in intimidation. All of these things can make you less likely to take that step to doing what you want to do. Now, for me, honestly, when I think about this, I, for some reason, thought like failing and stuff would be like fun, like it is in the movies. Like, I don't know how to, I know, maybe that sounds dumb, but like when, when people are like training and like rock, I think of Rocky, like, or Creed. Those, both of those struggles or both those like failures kind of seem like they're a little bit fun because they're like montage or like, you know, yeah, the training is hard, but like you're getting th through it and you're getting stronger, like all that kind of stuff. It makes it seem like failure is going to be fun and like training and like going through the mud is, is like a fun thing to do. And honestly, it's really not, it's not that glamorous. Me learning how to, for example, make a better podcast or, you know, get it out faster, make it more high quality, all that stuff it's not glamorous. It doesn't make, it's not something that you can really turn into uh, a movie. But what I will say is that if you are willing to subject yourself to going through that kind of learning process, going through that struggle, going through that, like, oh, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it type mentality. If you're able to get through that, you really can learn a lot and develop a lot. And that's why I think I've been able to develop this kind of podcast of podcast that does pretty well. And I think looks good, but if you do have suggestions, I'm willing to hear them. Uh, let me know down in the comments, but I mean, actually genuinely think about lifting. Like if you actually want to get like strong, right? Lifting is hard, but it's not always fun. Like it can be when you, you know you're with your buddies and lifting big weight, but it's definitely not fun to hit, you know, three by 20 lateral raises. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and it's definitely not fun to set your core on fire with like an ab circuit, but you know what actually is fun being ripped <laughs> and subsequently. So is getting better at something that you want to get better at. So don't be afraid of, don't be afraid of failure. Don't be afraid of, you know, struggling because a lot of times that's the place where growth and development occurs. Next up, procrastinating. Now this is a bad one for me. This is one that I've struggled with for a long time. I do have a couple of videos on my channel about procrastination and how you can reduce that. So check that out. Also, I think I might've did an audio only episode. I'll have to double check, but, um, 
if you do struggle with procrastinating, I do have an episode for you. Don't worry. Um, but procrastinating is one of those things that you definitely have to stop because procrastinating is one of those obvious ones that you definitely have to stop, but it's really difficult to stop doing. And without spoiling the other videos, there's techniques like the Pomodoro and, you know, removing distractions, stuff like that, that can help you stop procrastinating. Uh, and I found that to be very effective, especially my phone. My phone is my biggest distraction. Um, but putting that away, putting it out of the room so I can't even hear it. Uh, and I can actually get work done. That is my best way to quit procrastinating and actually get going on my work. And then once I'm in it, it's usually not that bad, but it's always that first start. It's always the beginning that is hardest. And then when you get into the flow of it, it's, it's better. Now, next up we have being hard on yourself. Now this one is a weird one because it's habitual, but has no benefit. Like being hard on yourself seems to be so common yet it has no upside. It only makes things more difficult. Like in life, let's be honest, you're going to mess up. You're going to make mistakes and you're going to learn from those mistakes. But what doesn't help is if you, then you're like, Oh my God, I'm such an idiot. I'm so stupid. Uh, I'm never going to try that again because it went so poorly. I'm never going to try to pursue anything like that because I'm so bad at it. Whatever. None of that stuff being hard on yourself like that helps the situation at all. I mean, even if something bad happens to you, or you're used to kicking yourself while you're down and you think it's a joke or whatever, uh, I do think that that has an impact. I think that your subconscious mind is always listening and I think that it'll actually help you develop a negative image of yourself in your head. You have to learn to be able to let things go. You have to be able to hit tough times and be like, you know what? It doesn't mean nothing to me, obviously. It, you know, it, it arises some emotions, but I can take lessons, I can learn from that mistake, I can learn from what happened and positively move forward and it should be the end of it. So that next time you can confidently and proficiently go through that task or go through that mistake and not make it again. Now think about it. Say you miss a day at the gym and you just are like, oh my gosh, I'm so lazy. I can't believe I missed a day at the gym. I'm going to be fat. I'm going to be ugly. I'm going to be blah, 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 whatever. Does that actually make you want to go to the gym more? No, it dissociates a negative feeling with going to the gym or not going to the gym. And then overall, when you think about the gym in general, you're going to have those negative feelings like, oh, well, I, I didn't do it last time. Oh, I missed a day. Oh, I'm, you know, and then you have these negative feelings about your body as well. So the better thing to do is be like, okay, I missed the day at the gym. I know that I missed it because of this reason. Maybe it was you're distracted. Maybe it was you just didn't feel like going or maybe you had something else come up. Whatever it is, you can identify what reason it is that you didn't go and then eliminate it for next time so that it doesn't get in the way again. Up next, we have trying to control everything. And this is a tough one for those control freaks out there or those crazy planners out there. Unfortunately in life that you don't always get to control everything. Unfortunately, life is going to happen to you sometimes and you have to be able to adapt and change and be okay if things don't go directly to plan or they don't go how you are trying to force them to. Next up, we have giving up. Now, giving up is one of those things that is actually necessary at times, but I try to I try to encourage people not to give up because a lot of times people give up when they hit struggle. Now, obviously, if you give up when you hit struggle, you guarantee your demise. You guarantee that whatever you're trying to do or accomplish is not going to get done if you quit. Whereas if you continue to try, if you continue to work, there's an upside. There's a chance. There's a chance that things can go right for you. There's a chance those things can turn around and I know you love those corny quotes and I don't want to say it because I've heard it way too much being a basketball player growing up, but 
you miss 100 percent of the shots that you don't take right <laughs> we've, we've all heard that one probably too many times now last up on the list and this is one that i think a lot of people don't even realize they're doing is settling and my biggest emphasis for this is you only have one life to live you're not on deck you are up to bat you have to make the most of it you cannot put off this life <laughs> you know be real with yourself. Are you truly happy doing what you're doing? Are you truly happy with the person that you're with? Are you truly happy living where you're living? Are you truly happy with your life? Don't settle. You can go get anything that you want to go get if you put your mind to it. It may take a lot of work. A lot of times it will because there's so many people trying to do everything, literally. But if you do work, if you do do the things that most people are not willing to do, you don't have to settle in life and you can have a life that you truly believe that you deserve. You can have a life that is fantastic. You can have the exact life that you want to live. But that is going to take us to the weekly takeaway. This week's weekly takeaway is pick your favorite of the 10 things that I just listed. Whichever one spoke to you the most, whichever one hit home the most, whichever one you're like, ah, damn, I do do that, don't I? Pick one of those and work on that. If you're really proactive, you can try to eliminate one of them each week. Now, that's pretty difficult, especially for some of them. Like, I'm not going to be eliminate. I'm not going to be able to eliminate procrastinating right away. I wasn't able to do it in a week, and I'm still kind of struggling with it a little bit, honestly. Now, what I would suggest is don't sacrifice one for the other. Like, like if you're like, okay, well, would I rather procrastinate or be hard on myself? Don't do that. <laughs> Stick with one at a time, and uh, progressively work through each problem until you habitually stop doing it. And honestly, there may be days that you kind of resort back to old habits. That's not the end of the world. Don't be too hard on yourself, right? Um, continue improving. That's what we're about here. Continually improving, continually getting better and becoming a better, more well-rounded person. If you can eliminate these things from your life, I can promise you that you're not only going to feel better, but you're going to do better and you're going to achieve a lot more. But that's going to do it for this episode. I thank you for listening all the way through. I hope you found something that you can add to your life or to the life of somebody around you. Please share this episode so someone else can listen and enjoy as well. You know we're building here. A community. That's right. A community. So like, follow, do all that great stuff. We're making it great. I thank you. I appreciate you. This has been Will with Thoughts That Count. <laughs> I'll see you next time. Do you want to stop procrastinating like I talked about in this episode? Here's a start. Here's the video that I tell you how to stop procrastinating. There's some really good stuff in there. Proven techniques, peer-based reviews, research, all the, all the great stuff. Click that. There you go. I'll see you over there. Bye. Love you.